I'm Robin Crane, and this is the Growing Your Financial Business, The Woman's Way podcast. Listen, I was a financial advisor for over a decade, and I got so sick of the old archaic strategies that your grandpa used to get clients. What the industry teaches today is still so outdated and just doesn't work anymore. So I had to find a better way for myself, and then I got obsessed with sharing these how-tos with other women like me. The stuff I teach doesn't require giving up your life, your sanity, or your family time. I want women like you to have it easier than I had it, so you can thrive in the industry. I've now helped thousands of women grow their financial businesses to multiple six figures, some even seven figures per year. So on this podcast, you're going to get an inside look at how they did it so you can do it too. Let's dive into the show. Welcome. Welcome. I'm here with Shannon Granger. And actually I spoke to her husband not too long ago, Mark, and I'm excited to have her here because when I was talking to Mark, I'm like, oh my God, I have to have your wife on the podcast. Um, but she's got all these, all this credibility here. She's uh, worked with industry leaders like Tony Robbins, Mark Victor Hansen, who is the author of Chicken Soup for the Soul, uh, Frederick Lehman, um, Prosperity Consciousness, and Laurel Langmire, uh, author of The Millionaire Maker. So if you don't know those names, it's kind of like maybe outside the industry. Um, Brene Brown, you know, she studied with uh, women's empowerment luminaries like Alison Armstrong, Ma- uh, Ma- Mama Gina, and I don't know who that is, but Brene Brown, everybody seems to know these days. Um, and she also uh, has uh, multiple, you have two businesses right now, one's with um, your husband, and then you have another one, Speak Your no, Path to Cash. Or they're both, no, oh, just we one are, we're, yeah, so we're a husband and wife team. Nice. Um, we interviewed Mark a couple weeks ago, and uh, I guess I'm I'm the second act. Um, so yeah, second we, act, we but let's team. trump him. Let's have it be let's the best it. act. Let's do it. Let's do <laughs> it. I mean, no yeah, competition but, here, but yes, yeah. But yeah, and I know you guys together have a multi. Under, Sorry, uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's all one business under Big Impact HQ. Yeah, Big Impact HQ, and he's a sweetheart. He is a really sweetheart. And and um, I know you have a process called Speak Your Path to Cash in that system. And that's very awesome. And you together have a multiple seven-figure business. So sorry to try to talk over you there. I just want to get all the good stuff in. So welcome, welcome. Um, yeah, tell us a little about like what you're doing. And I want to definitely go into the Speak Your Way to Cash. And and um, you mentioned something before we started recording about your million-dollar million messaging. So tell us a little about that and what you're doing today, helping people speak their way to cash. Yeah. Awesome, Robin. Well, thanks so much for, for having me. And uh, yeah, we should, we should have a lot of fun together. So, you know, I, um, I've been in the speaking world, speaking industry, personal development, I don't know, for 20, 25 years. Um, and, you know, as we were saying just before I got on, um, we were, we were talking about, you know, as a lover of personal development, you start to see, oh, there's like actually a whole business model. There's a business of speaking behind all of this, whether you've gone to like a Tony Robbins event or Joe Dispenza or maybe a financial, you know, industry leader event, you're sitting there and you're like, oh, wait, like there's, there's a business model behind this, you know, when you sign up for programs and coaching and consulting and that kind of thing. So that process started for me about 20 years ago. And it started with me seeing some of the world top speakers like Laurel Langmeyer and Frederick Lehrman and all of these others um, speaking on the stage and doing basically their 90 minute pitch and making an offer from the stage. And so I started seeing patterns of legacy makers of the world's top speakers. And so I was studying that. Um, and then Mark and I met, we, it's our cr- crazy story. You know, we, we met, um, what was it? New Year's Eve, 2013, started a business three months later, um, had our first six figure weekend three months after that. And we were off to the races. 
And, you know, we've helped so many entrepreneurs and experts worldwide. You know, some of them, we've helped them get their TED Talk out there and, you know, on Good Morning America, The View, on Tony Robbins stage. Um, and ultimately, our Speaker Path to Cash system has generated to date about $77 million for our clients and their expertise and all of this. So, you know, over the years, what I've seen is, and especially now, I just see so many people doing the rat race in this crazy town of online, online, digital, digital, and now I need to be a TikTok star. Now I need to do this and now I need to do that. And the reality is, is if you have the right conversion mechanisms in place, you don't need to do so much. Okay. I'm not saying to not be online, you know, certainly have an online presence so people can connect with you and find you and you look professional, but you don't need the gazillion of followers to achieve your financial goals. And so we'll break that down a bit and, and show you the fastest path to cash. Awesome. Thank you. Well, yeah. so most of the ladies listening, they're financial advisors and actually a lot of them aren't doing the things that you're very familiar with, like online, because there's this thing called compliance, right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and so it's, it's, it's challenging because I think they're not necessarily familiar with this whole speak to sell type of world or, you know, speak your way to cash type of world. But, um, I know with my experience, when I was a financial advisor, I first started and I was struggling and doing the things they told me to do network, make your list of 100 friends and family and all that. Um, create great relationships with centers of influence when I had no credibility and was 29 years old. So it was a struggle. Um, and then I started to speak and it was really small. I wouldn't even call it a stage. It was like, I created something called money parenting, how to raise financially responsible kids by leading by example. So I had my messaging, right. Yep. And then yep. I started just dialing for dollars and calling even just preschool to say, Hey, you know, can I come speak to the parents? And sometimes I'd have seven, sometimes I'd have 17, but they were very small audiences. And it definitely, you know, was maybe 90 minutes, something around those lines. And I just drive them to a phone call. Um, at the time, I don't think even we did Skype um, or maybe I'd meet them in person. And then, you know, oftentimes they'd become a client. So um, can we take it back a step? Because I think I don't want to overwhelm the listener too much because most of them are not going to go to be, do a 90 minute, you know, talk on a big stage and then, you know, obviously make a million dollars in an hour, which many of the names, names you mentioned do quite often, but how can they use speaking and maybe teach us at this level, but especially with the heavy compliance and that sort of thing, but how can they speak their way to cash at kind of a, you know, entry level, let's say. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So especially if you're just getting started, a lot of times people say, well, I'm not a speaker. Well, are you an expert? You're an expert in what you do. So if you're an expert in what you do, the best way to get your message out there is to speak because it leverages your time, right? So right now we're on a podcast and this is getting broadcast to thousands, millions of people worldwide. And it's taking one hour, right? Yeah. God willing. Right. Yeah. I don't know about right. millions That's yet, right. but well, there are few, very few yeah. financial advisors in the world, but yeah, but yeah. Yes. Most yeah. So, a, so a podcast, whether you're hosting your own, like Robin is, or guest speaking, like I'm doing right now is an example of speaking. Okay. Right. So there's online speaking podcasts, zoom calls, um, even Facebook lives. Um, all of this is like online speaking webinars, master classes. There's tons of online speaking that's available. And especially since COVID, that's 
you know, exponentially grown. Okay. Then there's also in-person events where you can be a guest speaker on someone else's stage. You can create your own event, like the parenting workshop that you just mentioned, Robin. Great example. Create your own little workshop. You know, most, it's funny. You always hear the great speakers say that they all started with nine people in their living room. I think they were all like in the same living room or something because they all... (laughs) They all start with that as their story. Okay. So you could literally start with nine people in your living room and have a, you know, how to be financially empowered, uh, three, three easy steps to having more cash flow and balancing your budget or whatever your expertise is and have friends and referrals and clients come over. Okay. So that can be a small workshop that can be your own stage. It can be other people's stages, you know, and that's really how you get started. So it all comes back to your message. Robin, you mentioned you had a message. Okay. So you want to really hone that message of who is the ideal audience? Who's the ideal client and what problem are you solving? Okay. So it all starts there and you create what we call a signature talk. Okay, so much like a rock star who sings the same song, whether they're in Hong Kong or New York, right? You know, uh, they're rocking out, so living on a prayer, okay? (laughs) And they're singing that same song no matter what stage they are, no matter where they are in the country, you know, they're going to sing their top songs. So a speaker is very similar with the signature talk. You're gonna basically have the same song or the same talk, and you're gonna use this on different platforms and different stages. So you can take that same talk and repurpose it on a podcast, repurpose it on and shrink it down to a Facebook Live. You could expand it into your own three-day event. Um, maybe that's a retreat. You know, So there's all these different ways that you can repurpose your content and repurpose your message. So what, and I like to recap. So it's like, okay, so you got to get clear on your message. And I talk a lot about this with target marketing in general, just like who is that one person that you want to, I call it cloning, who do you want to clone? And in this case, you're going to talk to a bunch of those clones at once. And I think a lot of people, I wouldn't say make the mistake, but oftentimes they're like, oh, I'll speak at the chamber of commerce, which is fine because any speaking equals money. So like the more you speak, the more money you'll make, period. And if you're going to be selective about your time, you want to make sure your audience or the the people that you want to attract are in that audience. So I love that Mm -hmm. ideal audience, ideal client and the problem you're solving. So I have a question. This is more of a personal question. I'm actually not thinking about the audience. I'm putting myself um, in the hot seat here is um, so creating a signature talk. So I'm well aware of that language. And like, that's basically the one talk that's going to be the main thing that you, you pitch. But I also, you know, way back when, when I started speaking, learned, like, give them three titles. And I remember my coach told me, really, you can teach the same thing, but just with different titles and different bullets. Um, So do you recommend that? Like, do you say, let's start, or do I want to just say, here's my signature talk, you know, because I'm about to um, really go out and if anyone's listening and you want a speaker, come, come to me because I speak a ton within on my own stage all the time. I just ran a three-day event. It's in the background, still my posters of myself, position position yourself for profits. I do advanced sales mastery. That's the next one coming up in February. Um, So I'm doing these events all the time, but I'm, I haven't been focused on getting on other people's stages just because I've been more on Facebook. And like you said, the online platforms. So Mm -hmm. for myself, even like, um, I know my audience, female financial advisors, you know, and Mm -hmm. so is it best to come at them with like, here are three talks or here's my one signature talk. 
And it seems like what a lot of the the women groups are calling for right now is more around that motivational talk, not necessarily like what I talk about often, like how to attract quality prospects, but more like this. And I'm creating this movement of of women in the industry, more women in the industry and bringing more women to raise their hand and say, I want a female financial advisor to be my advisor. So I want to create this movement so I can do motivation. But this is a long, 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 long winded question. So my question is, as I'm building my media kit back again and kind of redoing it, is it best to have a like one signature talk is the best to give them three options. Does it matter? Do media kits even matter anymore? Now there's media pages. You just have a bunch of stuff on there. Um, or do they just great want a questions. one sheet? So like, yeah, how, do, great, how do we book these talks? Great question. So essentially like, so I'll use yours as an example, right? Absolutely. Having like three, three different talks that they could choose from. Right. So you could have something around sales mastery, could be a really great talk with, you know, three bullet points of the number one mistake women financial planners make when converting clients, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how to overcome the biggest objections so you get more yeses, right? Just examples, okay? That could all just I'm be- I'm totally going to use those. Those are great. Yeah. <laughs> and then you could have another talk about positioning yourself for profits, you know? Um, and then I think like another talk specifically for women, right? You know, women is, it's a really hot topic and it's really necessary. I believe, my husband and I both believe that- when more women being empowered financially will change the world. In fact, that was a big why for us as we were watching everything that was going down with COVID and everything over the last, you know, what, two, three years in the political and social climate and everything. Uh, we were like, you know, if there were more women at the decision making tables and more women in leadership positions, quite frankly, this shit show would not be happening. <laughs> Okay. Oh yeah. Amen, sister. Yeah. When we first started, we were working with men and women and honestly, 80, 90% of our rock stars who were succeeding were the women. It was the women that were uh, making the most money and having the biggest impact. But after COVID, we went all in for women because we believe that women being financially empowered and having a disruptive message will change the world. So that's a really hot topic right now. And I know that like us, that's a big value of yours as well. So I would go really deep on that message. Um, and then, then you're going to you know, come up with your three talks and create a speaker one sheet. Right. You have a speaker one sheet with your bio, a media kit. You know, you've been featured. You have a couple books and you've been featured on media. You can feature all of those things, but don't rely on the speaker one sheet to get you booked. Okay. Have that for credibility. Have it on your, you know, your speaking page on your website. So, you know, if a meeting planner or a promoter needs to get any of your marketing assets, you can send them to that link. But essentially, you're going to book a call with with the meeting planner or the promoter. You're going to talk with them about who's the audience. What are you looking for? I have a couple different talks. They're like, well, we just booked this sales guy. Okay, cool. How about we go the angle of, you know, empowering women financially. Oh my God. Yes. So you kind of find that. Yeah, totally. You find that sweet spot with the meeting planner. And like you said, essentially your signature talk is the same talk. Okay. So you're not reinventing the wheel every time you take the stage, you're just tweaking it a little bit. So in that case, like if I'm doing a talk on women, like empowering women financially, and then there's 
a talk on positioning yourself for profits and talk on sales mastery, something of the sort, you're saying there's a lot of key components because I'm going to still inspire women and whatnot. Yes. Cool. And, and yes. I'm super excited because I'm just imagining this. I just decided to, um, to write a, a new book and pre-launch a new book. And, and I had all these ideas and actually maybe like the woman's way was going to be like one of the ideas for the book. And then I just had it hit me the other day. And I, I think I mentioned this on another podcast because I just came up with it, um, is the financial future is female. So that could even be like the talk, right? Yes. Like using yeah. the financial future as female and how empowering yes. women, how and I, I actually wrote on one of my subtitles, like word disruptive as well. So yes. I love that. Yes. So um, awesome. So, and, and that's very, I mean, I would say again, kind of high level, but like, if I go back to what, who I was as a financial advisor back, you know, I don't know, 15 years ago or something, and I, I wasn't even making a hundred grand. I, I had this message, like I was talking about how to raise financially responsible kids by leading by example. What I noticed is there were a lot of parents with young kids that cared more about their kids than they did about their financial future. And I was like, wait a yeah. second, like you're determining their financial future by your financial future and your beliefs and behaviors around it. So let's get you set up so that you can empower them. Yeah. Um, and it worked really well, even though it wasn't, you know, it wasn't anything huge, but I used to say like, okay, if I just do three talks, even if there's seven people there, I'll at least make five thousand dollars. So even if I'm just making sure the listener's not like, okay, this is over my head, like that sounds like really big stuff. And back then, all I did, I had a, a one sheet, which is what you said, and the one sheet has yeah. like essentially the topic. At least when I did it, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Like we have the topic with few bullets. It usually was like a one sentence blurb at the beginning, few bullets, maybe a one sentence blurb at the end with a picture um, with like, you know, a title like Robin Crane, CFP, blah, blah, blah. And then at the bottom, it had like a three sentence bio and that's your one sheet. And that's great. Like that's most of them do not want to look through 10 pages of a media kit anyway. No, and they don't no. want to open a PDF, right? At least yeah. that's what I found. So, so I'm, I'm thinking of one of our clients, Jennifer Joe. So we work with a lot of wealth experts, financial planners, um, women, badass money experts, right? Um, so Jennifer Jost is one of them. She's a financial planner as well. So she has a, a talk called, uh, she does like, a, it's like a meetup, like a monthly meetup, uh, women, wine, and wealth. And they get together, they drink wine and they talk about money. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Right. And so she does this every month. And it's interesting. This is a funny story because um, she was doing this just with the women and then men started getting jealous. So then she started doing this like, you know, whiskey and wealth for the guys. Oh, nice. <laughs> but essentially it was the same talk. Okay. Yeah, you know, to sell. Okay. So, so she started with this women, wine and wealth monthly event, bringing in a little bit of a different topic each time, having the same offer at the end. And when you were saying you would just basically book a call, like a discovery session, a strategy session. Mm -hmm. So this is essentially the speaker path to cash system. If you are, I'd say under six figures, this is the plan. Super simple. Mm -hmm. You have a signature talk. You do that once a month. You're going to offer a strategy session. This is basically your sales call to elicit their needs, elicit what they need and want, and then make your offer for your financial services, your investment opportunity, whatever it is that you offer. Have a package. Okay. Don't just offer one session at a time. I know, Robin, you probably teach a lot of this with enrollment and all of that, but essentially you're using speaking as your main marketing tool. Okay. That's why you don't need a gazillion followers on TikTok. <laughs> Which they're not going to want to do anyway, because like compliance exactly. is a biatch. So exactly. um, this is very much aligned. <clears throat> now, I think the question is going to be, 
Okay. So let's say we're going to do two main things, whether you're six figures or seven figures, speaking equals money. So just do speaking, right? So let's say, um, regardless, you're going to start your own speaking engagements. So my question, which I know this is going to be their question, how do I get butts? How do I get butts in seats? Like, how do I fill the room? Yes. Yes. Okay. So we've got like the signature talk that you can have like Jennifer did with her own monthly meetup. Then she can take that on other people's stages. As you advance throughout the million dollar message framework and format. Okay. Again, that the, the speaker path to cash was like six figures and below kind of just getting started. We're just going to go to strategy sessions and convert from there. Now you said butts and seats. Okay. So we're going to move into the million dollar framework by starting to have our own front end event. Okay. This is what's known as an enrollment event. So you get to the point in your business where you don't have, you're, you're having so many leads and strategy sessions coming in. You're doing all the fulfillment. You're maybe having a podcast. You're doing, there's a lot going on with your business. You got to write everything. You got to manage your team. Like, it's just like, uh, so you've got to leverage your enrollment. So Mark and I are a big fan of a front end signature event. So what would happen is those signature talks, Instead of going to a strategy session, you would sell a ticket to your front-end enrollment event. At your enrollment event, you would then offer what we call your hot, juicy program, your main program. So it's going to be a little different for them, for most of them, because the way that, and and like this is just so the listeners aren't confused, but because most of them are going to do one-on-one financial planning, you know, financial advice. So here's what I would say is if we take it back a step. So this is kind of ideal. If you have, if you're able, like some of you can do a financial plan and maybe if you can do, I like to call it a financial planning program so that you can sell Uh more of like a six month thing. So if you're able to do that, great. You can do, you know, your hot juicy offer could be that. um, And you can have an event. And that's exactly what I just did. Position, you know, position yourself for profits. We just did that. That's my own event. And then we offer them into wrap or fem, you know, a revenue accelerator program. So we're doing exactly that. Um, but if you're saying like, even if you're at a half million dollar mark and you're not doing speaking engagement. So one option, I want to just back up a step is like you, you do your own, let's say meetups or whatever it is, but still, because let's just say they're going to drive to a strategy session, no matter how much money they make. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I know it's more like a framework, not necessarily they're making a million dollars, but it's a million dollar kind of framework. But if we go back and we're saying like, how do they fill the room? I mean, you know, how do they get those people? And then how do they get on other people's stages and just still offer strategies? Let's just assume they're, cause they're not going to go do the 90 minute talk and offer like a $2,000 thing. Like a lot of these right. speakers, they're right. still, they're going to want to go on little stages. Maybe it is a chamber of commerce. Maybe it is a women's group. Maybe it is a business owner group. Those sort of things are 30 or 40 or 50 people there. Um, part, I mean, I can kind of answer it, but <laughs> I would ask you, cause I'm sure you have different insight is like, I know they're wondering if I do my own event, how do I get butts and seats? And if I have, or, and, or how do I go get booked on a podcast or on someone else's stage? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So this is really the business of speaking, the whole business model. Okay. So what are the feeders that there's a lot of ways to market your services, but the way that we like to structure it, especially the women's way is what do you actually rock at? What do you actually enjoy doing? Okay. Some people love having their own podcasts like you, Robin, like it's a joy. Like you mentioned a couple books, like you're a content creator, other people that's like taking a fork and stabbing it in your eye. So play to your strengths. Number one, 
Okay. Um, then as you're looking at what your strengths are, some people love networking. Some people are like, they're more introverted. Okay. So play to your strengths. And then from there, if your strengths are networking and, and marketing and, and, um, relationship building, that's a really great way to network for partners, network for strategy sessions. Okay. If your strength is more having a podcast, then either have your own podcast or guest podcast. All right. So then, you know, if you have, if you're just starting out guest podcast, you don't have to do all the things you can just show up and do your talk and offer a free gift. Simple. Okay. Um, if you have a book, use your book as a lead magnet for the next step, right? Having them opt into your list and from your list, get a strategy session or, or to your event. So it really depends on your strengths as you start to grow, you can actually hire a team, hire a researcher to research all the speaking gigs within your space. If you're like, okay, I want to be speaking to women financial planners, then have them start doing the research for that. We have like, we have a whole speaking gig funnel um, that we, we help our clients with, but it depends on what phase of business you're in. Okay. So play to your strengths and know what phase you're in. If you're under six figures, you're not going to play the same game as if you're on your way to seven figures or multiple seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. You see, you know, you see, uh, you know, a thought leader like a Brene Brown and you start to model her, her business model and it flops. Well, yeah. if you don't yet know your message and you don't know what you're offering, you don't you have 20 see- plus million followers on your, your Ted talk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have the same. endorsement yes. of Oprah. I mean, right, right. I mean, you know, yeah, we, yeah. we don't all have Oprah in our corner. We go right, exactly. That's what yeah. So, okay. Awesome. And then let's just say, you know, where you want to speak and let's just say it's other people's stages for right now. And let's just assume they're, they're small. Maybe there's, you know, 20 to 50 or whatever. What's the best way these days to get their attention? Because I know we want to get them on a call to figure, like talk about it and even try to get a speaker fee and all that. But is email still working? Is it cold call? Is it like, what's the best way these days is finding them on LinkedIn, asking for, you know, connection. I mean, obviously the more we can get someone to refer us is going to be the better way, but let's assume people are just kind of starting and they're like, ah, I know I can come up with this list, but do I just call them? Or maybe people don't want to be called, you know, and they want, everyone's at home now. You're like, thinking they're at the office and they're the babies in the background, right? Right, so right. Recommend in, in regards to that. Yeah. So if you're just starting, start with the people you know and ask for referrals. Be very clear about your ask. If you're further along, then LinkedIn is a really great place to specifically outreach and look for meeting planners. Okay. But I wouldn't use that strategy if you're just starting. I mean, you know, so when Mark and I first started Big Impact HQ, we literally built a multiple seven figure business from small speaking gigs in our own backyard. Okay. So we use the small stages. We brought people to a front end enrollment event. And from our front end enrollment event, we offered our high ticket. And we did that twice a year, had a six month program, rinse and repeat. Okay. So it really depends on backyard. You're talking about your own or you're talking about other people's small stages or both like in our own, in our own area. You know, people say, well, I don't have a backyard. No, 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 not literally your back. I didn't think so, but I just mean like, are you still, are you talking about what kind of places like chambers of commerce groups, like what kind of places did you call? And then was it best to call or email or how did you get their attention when you were at that level? Yep. Women's groups, 
networking, Rotary, BNI, Chamber, um, you know, a lot of this is a relationship game. So start with the context you know already. Sometimes your clients can give you referrals. Start networking with other money and wealth experts. You know, um, it would be great to even do like a, an event together. Okay. And you can all bring people, you know, all bring in um, several people and, you know, make it like a one day workshop and you all offer a strategy session. Again, that's like the just getting started level. All right. Um, what's, what's more exciting, you know, to, to Mark and I is the million dollar frameworks and the million dollar message model, you know, um, and that really is the bring people to a front end enrollment event, really master your pitch. You know, so we have a program called pitch mastery, where we teach you like what to offer on your podcast, what to offer on your online challenges, what to offer at your front end event, right? All of these pieces, you want to make sure your, your pitch and your offer are really dialed, but you can't offer the same thing on your podcast that you're going to offer at your front end event. Yeah, you know, yeah. so each of these yeah, again, online, I think it's online like, challenges are also really great. Um, you know, so Amy and Ellie, this is another, um, they're a young millennial couple, uh, or partners. So they're like best friends. They're so adorable. Um, and they just had their first seven figure year last year. And we gave them a very simple model. They were great with social media. Okay. So play to your strengths. They love social. I happen to hate it, but that's okay. <laughs> but we played to their strength. Okay. They love social media. They're really great at that. So we gave them a five-day challenge. They lead the five-day challenge. And at the end of that, they offer tickets to their live event. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so so just to pause you again, like, because I know the listener so well, and I didn't like give you the frame of that, but like most of them aren't, aren't going to, you know, even if they're at the seven figure mark, I would think of them more as the, the other type of framework, just because they're typically with compliance and what they have to offer, you know, as a financial planner, they're offering, you know, one-on-one wealth advisory advice. Um, and so oftentimes it's not the case. Not, I love that model. I have that model and it's worked and got us to, you know, multiple seven figures as well. So like, I totally am behind it. I just know there's going to be potentially some confusion. Anyone who has that option, like you have to go that way. Like, meaning that like, don't miss that if you're allowed to do that type of thing. Um, but don't, you know, those of you listening don't think, oh, I can't use speaking to grow my business because I, I'm not allowed to do that. Like that's where I want to make sure everyone gets because there's so yes. many ways to do this that really can be your own. Um, I want to want to go back to one question I had that I don't know got answered. I'm going to hold you to it, but we just want to make sure there's no open loops here and then we can make sure they know how to find you is what have you found is the best at the chamber of commerce level, the local kind of thing, the women's groups or forums or that type of stuff. If they're going to try to get a speaking engagement on someone else's quote unquote backyard stage, let's call it, mm-hmm. is it best email. Like assuming they don't have anyone to refer them is email still working is is there a, like, how do you get these people's attention? Do you send them something in, in the mail? Do you cold call them? Like, what's the best way to get someone cold um, to pay attention to you? I, I wouldn't start with cold. Okay. Don't start with cold. That's not, that's, that's the wrong angle. Start with your circle of influence, just like anything else. This is probably how most of you have built your financial planning right. business to begin totally. with is the people, you know, already the people who know, love and trust you already start with them. So make a big list of all the promoter personality people 
in your world. This might be your best friend who's the president of PTA or the soccer mom, or, you know, they do a, um, uh, a family get together. It might not necessarily be in the business context. That's okay. They are a promoter personality, which means they bring people together. They are the community leaders. Okay. They are the cheerleaders. They are like, I find something that I love and I want to tell everybody about it. Write a big long list of everyone, you know, in your world that fits that description. Okay. Literally go through your cell phone, go through your Facebook, go through your Instagram and make a big list of all of those types of people. Try not to, yeah. Try not to discriminate of like, Oh, I haven't talked to this person in a while. Oh, like, right. We make stories up, like just let all of that go. And just for the sake of the exercise, see how many names you can list down without any discrimination. (laughs) I know we tend to judge it, right? We're like, Oh, well, they probably don't know anyone. It's like, well, just ask. Right. Okay. I love that. I love that. Thank you. That was perfect because I just want to make sure they know what to do and they can go do it because I teach something about exclusive events, which is basically doing your own events, but you're very exclusive to how many people and to the person that you want to attract and use appropriate messaging, things that you of course would know that a lot of financial advisors never heard of things like messaging, but um, it is everything. So if you start, let's go back to, to basics and then we'll have Shannon tell us where to find her. Um, but you need a message, right? You need to get clear on who's the ideal audience, who's your ideal client, the problem that you're solving. So you can create at least some sort of signature talk and don't think, I'm going to say this, I think Shannon will back me up with this. Don't think you need to have the whole entire talk figured out before you go book it, like right. figure out the main result you want to provide. And that might yep. be something around the title, then some bullets of like, how can they, how can I help them have a transformational experience? How can I help them get there? Then go book the talks and then you got a fire under your butt and then you'll go figure out the talk. Like you don't have to be perfect. You just have to get the talks, right? And yeah. People, get the talk, get the talk, the talk for six months first, right? Yeah. Yeah. Get the talk booked and then you'll figure out what the hell you're talking about. You know? Exactly. That's how it works <laughs> for me. Let anyway. me give a couple little tips, Robin, about yes, what please. that signature talk should be okay because awesome. a lot of times we just teach content and it's content dumping and they're like oh this was wonderful this is great you solved all my problems and then they don't do any business with you so this is where the conversion models come in and and the, and you want to be strategic about how you're delivering content still giving value okay still giving value but what are their three biggest challenges that is what your signature talk should be Okay, so maybe it's positioning yourself for profits or maybe we use the example of women empowerment. Right. You know uh, how women will rule the world and be financially empowered. Well, what are their three biggest challenges? You know, maybe they're not standing in their value. And what are all the pain points associated with not standing in their value, not asking for the sale? Right. I'm literally just coming up with this on the fly. Okay, but coming up with their three biggest challenges because when you as the expert can articulate their problems better than they can, and they feel like you're almost like in their head thinking the same things that they are thinking to themselves, they will automatically see you as the mentor meant for them. It will feel like, oh my God, wow, like I've been struggling with this problem and here God, universe, source, whatever your beliefs are, put this person right in front of me saying exactly what I'm thinking. And then you offer the next step as the solution. So when you make your offer, your strategy session offer from your signature talk, you have a hot topic, right? You have the three biggest challenges. Now you're going to recap what you taught. 
Okay, so today we talked about the power of speaking. I'm now giving you the framework for a signature talk. We talked about a couple different business models when it comes to ultimately attracting more clients and creating a seven figure business model based on speaking. Okay, I'm recapping what I taught. Now you need to set up the new problem. If you don't set up the new problem, then this is when people just walk right out of your room and they're like, thank you so much. I take, I took really great notes. This was awesome. I'm going to go implement them. And they don't. And you never hear from them again. Okay. Right. <laughs> so you got to recap the new problem and, and then you set up your offer. And it should be a very easy to say yes offer. This isn't your high ticket program. This is literally a complimentary strategy session. Make sure you value your time. Okay, going back to one of the problems that women have of not valuing ourselves, mm -hmm. make sure you value your time of this one-on-one -on -one, you know, financial planning session where you're going to meet one-on-one -on -one with me on Zoom. We're going to have an hour to talk about your challenges, your goals with money, what's coming up for you. And then we'll see if we're a good fit to work together. And we'll talk about that. You know, if you're a good fit, we'll talk about what that will look like. You know, normally my time is $500 an hour because you're here today. I'm going to gift that to you completely complimentary and then have an easy way for them to sign up. Whether that's go to a link and book now, whether that's, you know, sign up on the clipboard that's getting passed out now, have a clear call to action. Okay, so that's sort of in a nutshell, the framework for a, a signature talk designed to convert to clients. I love it. Look how fast you taught that. That was like probably three or four minutes and you just got the, the whole the whole thing. You got the whole yep. structure. Yep. Um, well, thank you so much. Tell them where they can find you, Shannon. Okay, great. Well, so I'm going to set up my new problem. All right. I'm, I'm going to do my own cooking. So here's go. the thing is there's a lot, there's a lot of different ways that you can play this game. Okay. It depends on your strengths. It depends on where you are in business. Um, depends on the, the skills that you already have acquired. Right. So all of these things, we want to make sure that you're playing to your strength, especially as a woman. And so we created what we call the speaker blueprint because we first want to identify what is your strength. What is your speaker DNA? Are you more of a professor? Are you more of an introvert? Are you like a Tony Robbins or a Rachel Hollis, where you're a motivator? Are you a researcher like a Brene Brown? And we want to make sure that you're playing to your strength because the biggest thing that you need to be mindful of when you're being a speaker is authenticity. If you try to be the next Brene Brown and that's not who your essence is, it's going to feel like you're to your audience that you're trying to be Brene Brown. <laughs> you got to be yourself. Okay. So people can really feel your heart. So go over to speakerblueprints.com, speakerblueprints.com. And you can take, it's a quick quiz. It's a personality assessment based on the 30 years of experience that my husband and I have in business, in psychology, in studying the world's top speakers. And it's totally free. Take the quiz and you'll find out what your speaker DNA is. Again, it's speakerblueprints.com. And that will begin your journey with us here at Big Impact. And we can see how we can best support you. Awesome. So go check it out. And thank you so much for joining us on Growing Your Financial Business the woman, Woman's Way. I can say it. There it is. And we'll see you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>